everyone and thank you so very much for joining me today for another episode of Talking Cloud. Now, you know, this is where we talk about cloud, cloud computing, all things cloud. I mean, it's such a big, such an enormous word touches just about everything we do in the world of computing. Now, you know, I'm no expert but I do know where to find them. And today, ladies and gentlemen, I am so jazzed because I truly have a legend, truly a legend within the circles of cybersecurity and firewalls and checkpoint and, and really the cybersecurity industry overall. And certainly now that also includes cloud. Now this guy, gosh, I, I, I'll admit, I have known him for a few years. He's not like, uh, you know, somebody I've had over for dinner and he's my best friend, but we know each other pretty well. We've worked together for a long time. I have a great deal of respect and admiration. The guy just is, again, he's a legend. He's got more stories and he can, he can tell you the truth on just about any myth you hear if it has something to do with Checkpoint software. So I am so thrilled and excited to have with me today phone boy i'm not going to even say your real name i'll let you do that because i think that's what most of the world knows you by is phone boy but hey damon thank you very much for coming on the program thank you and and and, and yes uh yeah long time listener first time guest uh, well it's awesome i appreciate it very much listen i always say it you know i mean i'm all, i'm the gilligan i bring professors in i mean i i try to set the bar low that way i can always get over it but i've never professed myself to be uh deep in the weeds and highly technical uh, but i get it and have for a long time that's just kind of one of the benefits if you will of being in the biz for a while like we were talking about our first experiences with the cloud involved an acoustic coupler right i mean you were on some bulletin boards back in those days weren't you damon oh yes i was in fact yeah so my first foray online was i was as a teenager with uh with a uh with, yeah acoustic coupler modem with a with one of these uh western electric rotary dial phones right that, yeah. you know, that, that you could drop off a building and it would and, and it looked like nothing happened to it that's uh, right yeah so in and you know and i i've been thinking about this the, you know the, this journey to the cloud and i've seen you know and, and you know i've 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 definitely taken my own journey there and 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 i've seen a lot of customers take their journey to the cloud and and i think it 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 does start with remote access in a lot of ways it's i need to access a computer that's not here 
Yep. And so this, it, and, and if you think about computing when it first started, it was these large computers that were in a centralized location that we had to go physically to a room to go use it, right? Or use a terminal on it, that kind of thing. And and so, yep. and now all we've done is just sort of extend the wire a bit. And, and now, and that's, you know, remote access is kind of that, that, that first, I need to access a computer somewhere else. And ultimately, I mean, the, the, there's more to the technology than that, of course, but that's the first step is accessing a computer that's maybe not in your pocket or leveraging resources that aren't that aren't in your immediate vicinity, but they're somewhere else. I think the mainframe was cloud.9. You could argue that was really the early days of cloud computing, wasn't it? Oh, yeah. I, th- I think all the, I think networking is a, yeah, it's an extension of, um, yeah, it's, 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 a, it, it, it's one of those foundational things. And we, we talk about the cloud as, you know, we kind of joke at somebody else's computer. It's more than that. It's, it's a, it's a confluence of technologies. It's really, you know, we, there's in computing, there's these hard trends of storage, connectivity and processing power. These things continue to increase and you know, go up and to the right as far as capacity and, and capabilities. And leveraging all of that is certainly from it, it we can do so much more than we could do back in the you know back in the 1980s when you know, when remote access was just you know you know you know 80 by 40 uh, you know or 80, 80 by 24 you know, console right with with yes. those characters on it now it's you know now we can you know, now we've got computers that are figuring out whether you know something is a you know, you know something is an orange or not, or what they're, they're you know doing. You know, yeah, or answering answering our phone and answering questions for us. Um, exactly, and that's it's just it's and so I think whether you whether you want to use the cloud or not, you really yeah you, know, you really are in some way. It's just a question of what it, to what extent are you using it. You know, you talk about these technology pillars. I was just on the phone earlier today with my son, and you would mentioned earlier uh, that that your boy was doing work to make music for video games and that your daughter played the French horn, I think you said. Yep. Well, my son's now in his second, third year at Belmont University in, in Nashville, and he too is into music, but there's also the business requirements, and those are the classes that he's been getting into. And one of the things that we were just talking about today that he said he was learning about was Moore's Law. And I was telling him, because I think we were talking about this once before, Damon, these have been around. The ingredients, nothing's new. It's the composition of those ingredients, meaning we've always had the ability to you know, connect, albeit it took us to put a phone receiver in an acoustic coupler. But now it's, it's that it, what I tell my son is it's bandwidth, connectivity, and compute. So, I, I mean, I think we're saying the same thing. It's this, I'm ubiquitously connected to an unbelievably huge pipe with supercomputers in my pocket. And the scale is so unbelievable. And I told my boy, I said, it's very similar to when you uh, learned in chemistry that three teaspoons of something mixed together didn't really uh, result in anything, but three gallons of each did. Right. That you have when you have different quantities of these same components, you can end up having a different effect. And I think that's where we're at today with 
bandwidth, compute, connectivity. We're coming into an amazing new era, and it really is all leveraging cloud, isn't it? Oh yeah, and you know, and I think I, I look at I look at cloud in that and that yeah, it creates a lot of opportunity that we didn't have before because we have so much more. You know, effect, effectively information and ability to process it at high speed from from many different locations mm-hmm. that gives us an amazing yeah that gives us amazing opportunities it also gives the hackers amazing opportunities too right Boy, so no kidding yeah no kidding. so when we start you know, so you know to 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 bring in just a little bit of checkpoint marketing here um it, it you know we, when we talk about Gen Five threats, it's a lot of it is really it's the fa- it, you know, we call them multi-vector threats, and and it's because there's all this compute storage and processing everywhere that we're able to leverage in in, in a malicious way that 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 potentially creates a uh, you know the, the, these kinds of threats that are able to able to move around and come from different uh, come through different paths and locations and that kind of thing. Yep. And so that's what that's um, and and yeah that's you know when I when I try to explain it to people that's that's at least that's the way I, I I go with it is because I think it is a uh, and and it's going to and yeah it, as we've the the cyber, yeah if you look at the the, the history of cybersecurity it, 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 you know if you if you talk about Clifford Stoll and the cuckoo's egg right it was a, they, they were talking about dial up into a into a Unix server somewhere and and there was an accounting error somewhere and that and that caused him to you know to go on this uh, you know this uh, you know this hunt basically to try and figure out where this uh, you know where this was coming from and it and it turned into this great story that's what that's what got me into cybersecurity and mm. but it was that was you know that's effectively the cloud right we, we don't think yep. of it that way but um, and then we start so out but we talk about all these different technologies and yeah we we've, we've had to learn you know we, there's there's a learning curve and so for those of us who've been in the industry for a while that we have a certain view of the world yeah we have to learn all these new terms but when you actually dig into it it's really not all that different from the stuff that we've been doing it's just okay we're talking a different language now instead of typing commands on a command line interface we're sending things through a rest api right is there much difference in that not really yeah although i would suggest and i'd be curious what you think of this it seems we are entering a, a a phase, an era where because bandwidth is so great all, all the time, right? Whether I'm Wi-Fi or I'm I'm 5G or whatever, because compute is so powerful, because storage. I was telling my boy the first Macintosh computer I sold to Alaska Airlines, one megabyte of RAM and no mass storage at all, and it was sixteen hundred dollars. All it had was that four hundred k micro floppy. And today my iPhone 12 Pro has five twelve gigabytes of memory. It's pretty crazy how things have evolved today and what we're carrying around because of these forces, these pillars, uh, the accelerated rate at which all of them have continued and what they enable. We're really at a time where I can, what I always say is kind of shake the etch-o-sketch on how applications work how they're built and it's happening already with pods and kubernetes and and microservices right but i was trying to explain to my son where we're entering a phase now where the data is going to get delivered but where the compute occurs you may not really know and and this was my point that i wanted to tie that back to 
it really drives home the need for having a unified threat intelligence that can also protect across all of these varied environments. Because the prize is is not my phone, it's the data my phone's connected to. Oh, oh, absolutely. And and I think I look I look at the cloud and I and I remember this when I was doing security architecture reviews several years ago. I, I always looked I always looked at the cloud as an opportunity to get things right because there's a lot of you know, I, I guess a lot of sins that uh, that organizations have made over the years as far as designing their networks and, and designing their applications and designing everything, partially because that was the only way they knew how to do it and or there was or the technology didn't exist to do it better. And now you 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 yeah you can you can shake up the the uh, you know the, the you know, shake up the etch a sketch and come up with something different and you don't have to create it the same way that you did before that that's a that's a huge opportunity but exactly it, the other side of that is there's a lot more ways to screw up now than there used to be so um, no question and so if you so now you didn't have you. You know, it used to be before, and, and I, you know, back when I back when I was uh, when I first started working for a checkpoint reseller way back in the in the day, we had a you know we had a T one line coming into the office, right? And that was and that was mm-hmm. the only way in. I, mean, I I don't even remember if there was dial up phones or not. There may have been. I can't remember. But um, but if I wanted if I wanted remote access in, I was I was using I was actually using the checkpoint VPN product most likely uh, to, mm-hmm. to, to to come in. And I was most and I was dialing in from a you know on a you know it was doing you know PPP on a on a you know on a on a phone line. You know. Yeah. So. Um, so yeah, it's it and that's and there was no Wi-Fi or anything like that, right? So the, literally there was, you know, the, the two ways that were into the to the office were physically entering the office or somehow breaching that uh, you know, that firewall that was uh, yep. that, that was protecting the network. That was it. Now, yep. right? You, you you walk into a typical office building, there's probably uh, you know, or a typical, you know, a, a typical office, although these days with with uh, with uh, with COVID and a lot of people working from home, there may not be as many of the there may not be as many people working in an office these days but think about all the just think about the number of access points that are that are in, that may be in a given company right i mean i know i would just even just walking into a restaurant there's probably five right it's, yeah. it's like why do you need so many access points well i mean okay so in my, of course i'm one to talk in my house i've got you know i've got several but but i'm <laughs> yeah. also a geek right and so um but that's a, and but uh it, that's a way in right and then and then there's uh you know and then there's the phone in everybody's pocket there's the there's the bluetooth devices there's the you know who oh. who knows what else ble does do you think the world knows how hackable uh, ble is in earlier iterations which are are far and away the most widely deployed yeah that's and that's yeah again the a lot of i, I say a lot of the decisions that were made back in the day were because we didn't know better and some, and also maybe because the technology didn't exist, right? To to, to do yeah. something different, and yeah, and Bluetooth is one of those amazingly backward compatible protocols that has a lot of the Bluetooth stacks are. I'm sure there's plenty of security vulnerabilities in those. And you know, oh by the way, you can't update those devices because they're you know the, the manufacturer you know, stopped making them five years ago. And yeah, you know, correct. So. Or it's just one of those IoT type of devices that's not designed to be upgraded. It's burnt in. It's there. It's shipped. So I I'll actually I'll give you an example. Um, so I was. Um, 
I got I have a, I, I've got many different uh, mobile phones here, but I have a uh, a Samsung S8 Plus that um, that I've had for a little while, and you know I use it to test various things. And and I've got and I've got our um, mobile threat prevention software on it, Sandblast Mobile, and 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 I fired it up the other day just just. Because I was I was cleaning some stuff off the device and whatever and so I, and, and I saw that there was a that there was a security event and and there was that um, you know and this is something I think we discovered as a company actually it's the the Achilles DSP thing and it, this is a, this is a hardware level vulnerability that hmm. you know that that it, it, there's probably some software patch there's some software patches that can be deployed but they have to be deployed by uh, you know again it's 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 one of these it, it's kind of almost like with the with the you know with the solar winds thing it's 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 a you know there, there's a supply chain of things that that have to be updated and they're not yeah. they're not designed to really be updated and it's it you know if the, if the vendor if the, you know if the vendor can't update it properly then you know what can you do about it so it's so there's and this is you know as we become more connected and we rely on these things more and more and we don't create things that are easy to update no by the way making things easy to update also makes them easy to inject the malicious code right so there's yeah, so there's a there's exactly. a there's a uh, there's, there's a there's a balancing act there you have to make it updatable but not double-edged but not, sword right exactly so it's, it is a double-edged sword and so we have to be we and, and this we're, we're relying on more and more of these things and yep. yeah and, and and all of the devices that you carry around yeah they, they they broadcast information about yourself and and uh you know that or it can potentially be hackable and yeah and people are unaware of all of this is and, and and i can understand people being even frightened by it because it, and, and some people don't like to use the stuff because it's because of that and 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 uh, you know they, they and and you know again the you know the bad guy only has to be right once we have to be right as good guys we you know that are protecting we have to be right every single time and it's and yeah That's and, it's, right. and it's and by the way they don't really care about your phone because there's lots of other phones that are probably easier to hack um but uh they want the data right they want that they want what what it ha- what they have access uh, what what that phone has access to that it becomes a hot point so correct and this is one of the key points when i speak about infinity in particular, and just the whole notion of uh, the desperate need for consolidation that really truly is out there. The fact that we've built up these fortresses, but the fact is we really do need to harmonize and unify our threat intelligence. And I think it's amazing because you know and I know when Checkpoint started, we didn't call it the cloud, but there's not a vendor on the planet that doesn't do it this way today. Suck up IOCs, put them in a big bit bucket in the cloud, do your fairy dust and magic, send back the results. I mean, is there anybody that does it differently than that? I don't think so. And what I like to remind people is I say the name of our company is Checkpoint Software Technologies. We're fundamentally a software company. Thank you. So we actually, we, we look, even though we run on hardware... We look at everything. We understand it that, that fundamentally it's software that drives it all. And That's so right. when we make our technologies, we make them we we make them agnostic almost to what they're running on. I mean, with within reason, right? There are there are some yep. uh, some you know, sometimes you know, there are different instruction sets on different chipsets and that kind of thing. But sure. it's, but I think you have to be uh, yeah. So when I look at the breadth of the Infinity Vision, right? I think it, it, that it is. 
there there's a there's a lot to take in and it all has to work together if you're going to have a chance again because again the bad guys only have to be right once and the good yep. guys have to be right every single time and it's a it is it's a cliche but it's true it's it is absolutely true and i think the other thing that people sometimes forget is unlike every one of our customers that have a, a tail if you will of technology they're dragging along because they can't depreciate everything they can't upgrade everything they can't move everything to the cloud whereas the bad guys they can pretty much just drop it and go straight to the to the edge right straight to the newest tools attacking you in the most vulnerable areas where there are the weakest security solutions and certainly people would argue that's iot and cloud isn't it yeah i think i think it, yeah and i think you i think you're absolutely right and that it's it, it, God, there's so there's so much there, and and yeah, you have to. And it's yeah, it, it's all it all runs on it all runs on software. That's and, right, and, and it's all it's all talking to each other. And it, you may not be able to modify that software or even interact with that software, but it's there. Yeah. Right there's there's instructions that are doing things, and there are ways to make it um, do things that it wasn't designed to do. Your point, I love it. It's why, in fact, every event, I'm like kind of a little bit of a maniac, and and I. I always want it to be checkpoint software you know we need to just constantly like a lighthouse out the end of a jetty remind the market remind the world remind our customers that we're a software company we're not a hardware company and, and that really has some distinct advantages and i think also it's important to remind people we are the ones that have the patent on stateful inspection thanks very much we were the ones that architected this model that uh, put all the information up into a big bit bucket what we now refer to as the cloud but that was certainly not the case uh, when we initially did it you know there are a lot of firsts that uh, you could argue were checkpoints. Yeah, and I think I think, or you know, I think a lot of things even that that uh, have people that have left checkpoint and actually have uh, got on to do other things. Some of those ideas came from Checkpoint. They, in, sure, they in, did. In, you know, and um, there, uh, Orca Security is an example of a of a of a company that is um, some, a couple of their co-founders. I, I I used to work with them, you know, in in R and D, and and and, yep. and yeah. So it, it, they're they're you know, in in some ways they compete, but they're but yeah, they're, I you know, they're, again, they're, I could see some of the the Checkpoint DNA in some of their ideas, right? And they may be taking it a slightly different direction than than we did, and and. I think in that's yeah, and I and I've said before that Checkpoint's influence on the industry goes well beyond the products that we've created. Uh, I think that there's a lot. I think there's a lot of influence we've had as a, as a company on the industry in just people that have come through Checkpoint and have gone on to do different things and 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 it's you know and you and I have been you and I've been doing this for for a long time and we've seen people come and go. Not only from Checkpoint, yep. but from different parts of the industry and, and the different ideas that have come up, and and, and so some of these, uh, and some of these, uh, yeah, some of the technologies. It's like, yeah, it, it, you know, Checkpoint was working on a lot of the technologies way back when, and we had a, yep. a, you know, and they were built for a different time, and you can still see, yep. uh, you know, there, there's some legacy bits of that in the pro in, you know in the in the products for instance right that you can see that, that okay the, this was from back in the 90s or whatever um but and and there's but 
the 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 fundamental kernels, the ideas that the, that that functionality and those features provided, they're still there, and it's, it's they're still driving it. And it's ultimately, you know, we want to bring people to the the we want people to we want to provide people with a highest level of security on the internet, right? And that's and that yep. and, and 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 I saw this. We thing. secure the internet. Yeah, we secure the remember? internet. Yeah. So I, I so mean, that was our first slogan. That was yeah. Back? I've got a cup sitting yeah. here on my on my on my uh, on my desk here that uh, that I've been drinking coffee out of it and it was uh, when i when uh, right after i had uh, joined checkpoint as a result of the nokia acquisition as a cup as a cup i got yeah. um it's uh but it's 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 got the classic checkpoint logo and it says we secure the internet so this is before the you know yeah. before all the different marketing slogans now we you know secure your everything is the, the, the current one yeah. i think but i remember it well yeah. but yeah. So it, and it's funny because I because I saw that I saw that the, the sort of the corporate mission statement. I was I was I was looking at a, a looking at a, a, a video that somebody was asking me to get or they were getting some feedback on. And, and, and there was our mission statement there. And I realized that I I'd never actually seen the mission statement. But when I saw it, I'm like, well, this is not a surprise to me because this is what Checkpoint has always been. We've always been about, you know, we, we've always been, you know, preventing out there trying to prevent. Uh, bad things from happening to our customers, right? And and, and that's a yeah, and, absolutely. And so it's a it, that it, that's the core of everything that we do. And and, and it's and when you understand when you understand and can get behind what a what a company's doing. This is I mean it's one of the reasons I've I've been working with Checkpoint's products for for you know and and, and now working for Checkpoint. Yeah, twenty five years. I mean it's it's it, there is a I, I believe in the mission that we have, and I think it's and that's I'm with you. Yeah, it's, that's I'm, why I we're am. here. I mean I'm yeah, and I I have to you know. Uh, my own personal two cents, you know, I, I feel so fortunate to be back at Checkpoint and and finding my way back. It's really quite remarkable. It's almost literally to the day, 20 years since I was at Checkpoint before in strikingly similar circumstances. You know, I went to work for Meta Info in February Two months later, in April, Shlomo comes to Seattle and says, we just acquired you, and we had 36 people. Fast forward, it's 2018, July, and I guess it was three months instead of two months later, it's announced that Checkpoint acquired us. And ironically, I had only been with both companies for just a very short time. The second time around, it was so cool. It was like coming home, you know. It was just really, really cool. So I feel real fortunate. And, and what's been most impressive, I see Checkpoint as the steady Eddie. I mean, the one that is not erratic and waving all over. We're not swerving on the road. We're not throwing money around like a drunken sailor. We're responsible. And um, you can see it every day. And I love working for a company that is so well run. Uh, that's really, really uh, noticeable. Yeah, we like every organization. I, I mean, we all have things we can complain about. But you know, this company is, I think, has a very special culture, has a lot of just amazing people. And uh, I I know I've, I've been really thrilled to being back. Well, I'm glad to have you back, too. Yeah, I appreciate that. Sometime on a podcast with you, we'll, we'll tell stories about the early, early days when I... That was back in the kooky days when 
you know, we we did stuff like uh, you know skits and and uh, movies and dressed up like evangelists and other crazy hey, stuff. Hey, you were Checkpoint's first evangelist, so yeah, that's right. I I know you can really appreciate this. I really wear that title, that badge with a great deal of honor and pride. And, you know, I've had that title for you know more than two decades. And I've always looked at it in a very special way. And it seems like now it's kind of bantered around a little bit more and given out a little more freely than, than I feel it is warranted. But it means a lot to me. And uh, I, I try to uphold, you know, my mind's eye always, the first evangelist I ever think of is Guy Kawasaki, you know, uh, at Apple. And that was kind of what I always thought as, you know, that's the ideal evangelist. Yeah, I've got, I've actually got one of his books on my bookshelf here, um, autographed by him, actually, uh, which, uh, that's, which, you cool. know, which is, uh, yeah, so, um, longtime Apple guy, because, I mean, that was the first computer I started working on was an apple two so uh yeah. you know i've been I've, i grew up an apple person and so yeah of course i yeah the, the you know, sort of some of that uh, cult i guess is a uh, you know that the, goes along with that but yeah guy kawasaki back in the day is uh, uh always be, always been an interesting uh character to follow because yeah he, he um and it's honestly it's really easy to uh it, it, when you believe right it's 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 very easy to be uh to be genuine and be very uh and be, to evangelic be an, an, <laughs> evangelic right and yes absolutely you know, and, and in my role right i mean so you know what i do in these days it, and it's funny because a lot of what i'm doing today was what I was doing in the beginning of my career, um, yeah. except now checkpoints paying me, and they call it marketing, which, <laughs> which is which is funny, but it, it's it, but it's okay, but it, and I'm it, and, it, and it's not a uh, I and, and, and I love it. It's I I get to help people solve their issues, and yeah. I get you know and I get to promote a company that I really believe in, and and, and I do, and then, you know we're you know we we're not a, we don't shy away from the facts of a situation we uh you know sometimes there are issues and they, and they and we address them as, as best we can and that's the and it, but yeah. it's so i do, it, it's like there's there's not a um you know i you know i always used to associate marketing as being dishonest and there and believe me there are there are some elements in sure in a, sure uh, market you know marketing with it that that can be seen that way it, it's um but I think it is uh, that it, that it's it's very easy. it's I I, I don't it, I'm yeah it's I'm, yeah I'm proud to work for Checkpoint I don't have a I, I, yeah. it is uh, they've they have been uh, you know it's it it lines up with what I with with a lot of what I believe and 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 what and you know and we and we try to do the right thing and that's and you know some, yeah. it's it is uh, and yeah and I think it, it's funny. As all of as as you know as twenty twenty you know got rolling and 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 coronavirus hit and all of that, uh, yeah, it's all of, at that. It's at that point I, I I became I was even more thankful that I worked for Checkpoint because boy, yeah, because, that's when the true colors come yeah. out, right? I mean, I and it's really true. Yeah, I've never received so many emails from any employer. Albeit, I've never been through another pandemic, but uh, never have I had as many genuinely heartfelt emails of concern for me. You doing okay? Everything okay? How are you doing? You know, we've got this get together and that get together. I mean, I too feel 
exactly the same. I'm very proud and feel like, you know, we're special. And I even posted that when there was that LinkedIn thing about, you know, one of the top greatest companies to work for. It's like, I I think I wrote, I think I must be the luckiest man on the planet because I've had the chance to work for him twice. Yeah, it is. Yeah, I think it is. It's, yeah, I, I don't think we meant for this to turn into a Checkpoint Love Fest, but it did. <laughs> no, yeah, well, and, and you know, hey, I think the key is what you just touched on. If this was not genuine, if this wasn't truly something that came from us and was truthful, it would be sensed, and then everyone would know. But that's the difference. It's genuine, uh, and to have a passion for what you believe in uh, and having it be genuine... I mean, that's the best kind of conversation. So I think it's been terrific. I really appreciate you joining me. I want to do it again because uh, I, you and I, Damon, we could probably talk for hours and have it be interesting uh, because you've certainly made these last 20 or 30 or whatever minutes interesting. So I really want to thank you for joining me on Talking Cloud. Uh, you're welcome. Uh, can, I, can I do a plug for my podcast uh, while, while we're at it? Yes, please, yeah. please. So uh, I do the Checkmates Go podcast. Uh, so you can, if you go to community.checkpoint.com, you'll find it on the end of the learn menu. Uh, or you can search for Checkmates Go in your favorite podcast app. And uh, yeah, we, we do it, uh, roughly weekly We'll do a a podcast uh, you know, around cybersecurity, uh, sometimes around checkpoint, and we we cover a lot of different topics. Uh, I, I know I will have Grant uh, come on come on our podcast as well, and we will. Uh, but we will. Uh, uh, but yeah, we'd love to we'd love for us for you to give us a listen and, and give us a rating and five star review and all of that. And please do the same for Grant because you know make make sure so make sure you hit that five star review button and 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 say something nice about him in the in in you know in Apple iTunes or whatever however you listen to podcasts. Yeah, thanks, thanks, Damon. That does mean a lot. Tell me again uh, the URL where they can find your podcast. Uh, go to community.checkpoint.com and community.checkpoint. Dot com. Yeah, it, I'll put it also in the uh, description uh, when we post this, so you'll be able to find. Oh, absolutely! It. Yeah, I, mean, I can set a direct link for that, but uh, but it, but you'll find it on there. there it'll, be, it'll be under the Learn menu. You'll see Checkmates Go Cybersecurity Brilliant. Podcast, and, and, and yeah, and, but you can also just as I say you can just search in iTunes for Checkmates Go and find it. Uh, it it's uh, you know, all of the all of the good things that that uh, uh, that we're putting out there. We've got uh, we 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 do have some stuff coming up from in that pod. You know, we we did a, we did a good. Uh, did a good year last year, uh, and we're going to have some more. Uh, we, we've got some, we, uh, say we'll have Grant on on ours, and we've got some great we've got some great conversations planned. We uh, um, it is uh, it's uh, it, it's been it's been a fun project to take on, and uh, and uh, you know again it's a uh, you know share the share the goodness of uh, of cybersecurity uh, in Checkpoint. Right on. Well, I've really enjoyed it, uh, Damon. Appreciate you being here, man. Thanks a ton. Look forward to getting on your podcast with you. I'll tell you stories about Checkpoint back in the late 90s. That was some fun times. So, But with that, ladies and gentlemen, I've got another one in the books. This was going to go down as a legendary one, a conversation with Damon Phone Boy from Checkpoint. Uh, it's just been awesome. I really appreciate you listening. Thanks so much. Please, if you like it, share, tell your friends, and I'll look forward to having you back on the next episode of Talking Cloud. Yeah.